Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Welcome to another episode of Do Not Relent. I'm Slide Whistle. Tis I, Immunization, the Vampire, back for one episode only. It's me, Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire, and Horde Punching Bag. And it's so unbelievably hot in this apartment. <laughs> the AC is broken. And the guy came in, and Cubby Bob asked, like, when will you be able to fix it? And he said, ah, before summer's over. Before summer's over! <laughs> what? what the hell? Well, luckily, luckily, we have a AC pump in here, because it is, like, 92 degrees and very humid in Chicago right now. Yes, it is ninety degrees out right now, and I am I'm weeping. I I'm, I feel like a fried egg in here. What does he mean? Before summer ends, that could be like I, September. I literally, <laughs> I sent them a snotty email today that was like, I just want to ensure what vague terms like the end of summer might mean. Will we be receiving relief two weeks from now or two months? Please contact me. They'll just say yes, but yeah. it's also funny because, like, in our pre-production meeting, we were jokingly saying that we should uh, record using our webcam audios because I believe Slide Whistle accidentally had his on that at first, uh, and then we're like, "Well, we've never recorded with our webcams actually on, so we can see each other." But then Aaron's like, "No, I'm actually naked." So, yes, I am stark naked, sweating like a stuck pig. <laughs> I have an apple in my mouth. I cannot allow the world to see me. It's time for a good old luau. Um, if you use wow up, I have bad news for you. Things are beginning to get bad in the world of add-ons. Oh no, what happened? <laughs> well, luckily none of my personal ones have been hit, but I like look over at Slide's wow up to see all this red and these warnings saying that these add-ons are no longer being Service. imported, serviced from Curse, I believe, right? Yeah, so fucking Overwolf is being like, um, yeah, people are scraping and stealing our data and making it for their own little platforms and losing us money. But meanwhile, Curse Overwolf is like, literally has been busted mining crypto on people's computers and doing virus stuff. And they're not a very good servicer. And a lot of people don't want to use them. And I'm one of them. Yeah, which is why I went the wow up way. But. I know that we talked about this probably months, maybe even a year ago at this point, that we knew it would come to this point eventually because very obviously Curse Overwolf is very money-hungry and they are trying to monetize these add-ons and strong-arm everyone into using theirs. So that's probably what we're going to have to do eventually. But luckily none of my major ones have been hit yet. What, Aaron, what do you use? Did you just go right to Curse or... Yeah, I just went to curse because oh. that was what you were supposed to do, I guess. That's I used normal curse and then they were like this is oh and then I used Twitch for like a second and then they were like this is what you do now. So, I just have that and the only add-on I have is DBM. And I doubt they're going to come swinging for DBM. Honestly, that's what I'm trying to be like. Uh, basically, if one of my as my add-ons begin to break, I'm just going to get rid of them. But like the first add-on that broke was Altaholic, and Altaholic is how I know how much money's on my accounts. Like it, it convert, it keeps all of my data like as one, and I can check it at all times. Like I can go to my search and I can search 
what's inside of the bank of one of my tunes I haven't used in like three years. It's great. Yeah, I think at some point I stopped using it because that I don't know why exactly, but that's why it hasn't hit me yet. But there's probably another add-on that's similar that you could find that could do this. Well, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to call as many as I can that I don't need. And then I'm going to just manually import them like you used to have to do before add-on managers were a thing. It seems a little annoying to have to update it all the time, but at least you get hit with annoying pop-ups in-game that tells you. Like, DBM does not let you forget that it's not updated. God knows it doesn't. It just, it sucks. I hate Overwolf. And, like, I feel like even when I had their thing on my computer, I just feel like everything went slower. I don't know. It just feels like it's, like, just a, like a energy suck, like, from the get-go. So, what are the other options at this point? If if they're knocking chess pieces off the board and WoW-Up is going, is there something else? Is there another savior? I don't. Right now, there's not. Um, Like, the old people at WoW-Up are saying they're literally giving you people instructions on how to manually manage add-ons. And they're an add-on manager. Like, their whole job is... <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know. I I guess people are hoping that it kind of um, pressures them to stop, but I don't like to like let other people use their stuff. But I don't think it will. I think most people are gonna cave, and most people are just gonna use curse because it's the most easiest thing you could do, right? Like, why wouldn't you? So I, it just kind of blows. Yeah, I will care more about this issue as soon as they come for something like voodoo, which is like mandatory for me, mm -hmm. but. None of my mandatory ones are hit right now. And as Aaron said, I don't really know that they'll have the balls to mess with DBM. That's like the big guy, Ryback, you know? Not only is it like the the most important add-on, my man's has the saddest story. Do you really want to crush one guy who can't afford to pay for his mom's teeth? And he puts out an APB every so often that's like, guys, can you please throw me at least six bucks on Patreon? I make negative money maintaining this thing. I'm also not 100% sure how this works, but I think some add-ons will always be available on WowUp um, if they have it uploaded to a different database, I think is how that works. So some of your add-ons on WowUp may never stop working. It's not really like coming for DBM. It's just like if they... I'm sure this man has his, has this out everywhere, right? <laughs> it probably makes it the easiest yes. to get... Oh, fingers crossed, because I don't have to do that, too. But like, I'm looking at my add-ons, and I'm like, why do I even have some of these things? Like, I don't I don't use Handy Notes Battle for Azeroth Treasures anymore. I don't use Incognito, where you change your name. I had Handy Notes Oribos for, like, way too long. Well after I learned where the flight guy was. What do you mean? Why would you get rid of that? <laughs> I still have that. Handy Notes Oribos? Because I know where everything is now. But I and know where just, it is because I know where the map. I can look at the map. But <laughs> but they they put all that stuff on the map, anyways. Other than like the er herbalism trainer. That yeah. But exactly. I don't know. There was there was just a lot of stuff chugging, and I was just like, "This is unnecessary. I don't need this anymore." Aaron's like, "All these young whippersnappers need their GPS to go around Orbos. I just know these blocks like the back of my hand." I know. I wish I had GPS. Motherfucker, I was doing a thing trying to find the mistaken ovoid eggs, and every guide was like, oh, they just have 4827. 
And I was like, well... Oh, my God. If, if you don't have the thing, what does it look like there? And, like, not a single guide wanted to show me the location. Why don't you, why don't you just get handy notes to Earth Mortis? Because something <laughs> broke me years ago, and I don't trust add-ons other than DBM anymore. <laughs> how How poor... Can life get? <laughs> okay, I, I'm Aaron's already defense, dealing with so much. <laughs> what? How much worse could it be? In Aaron's defense, I have handy notes, Zareth Mortis, and I and it did not help me of finding those missing ovoid eggs. I had to find a YouTube video that had all of the possible waypoints, and I made a a macro to help me find them. Either you have a setting turned off, or I have an extra add-on because I see those ovoid eggs on my map. So. Actually, I think they separate them into treasures. There's a treasures one that I bet that's where the OE voids are. I mean, either way, even if you have them, even if I had the exact coordinates, those little boys, they're, they're tiny. They're hard to see. You need to be, like, zoomed in. And they're, I'm like, they, they are the distinct same color as the orbs that inhabit them. So it's like, oh, it's tough. Okay, this is, this is semi-relevant. Now, I don't want to get too much into the world of Final Fantasy. But they are having huge drama right now in their content yes, yes. creator speaking of, speaking of add-ons, yeesh. Okay, so not to be a little shit, but, like, I'm going to be a little shit and say that, like, I'm kind of living for this drama because it's mainly involving, like, ex-WoW people, streamers that no longer play WoW that, like, hopped over to try to bring all their clout over and are, like, playing Final Fantasy and... It's just, like, drama between them and, like, actual Final Fantasy players and... I don't even know. And then, like, current WoW players trying to get back at them for leaving. It's just a whole whole mess, right? So the last part is definitely not happening. Current WoW players getting back at them. That's what people are saying is happening. So streamers are being reported for streaming Final Fantasy and having, like, add-ons on the screen. And Final Fantasy bans all add-ons. You cannot have an add-on. Apparently, it's under the table. Uh, so uh, except, you... except for, like, the big titty mods. Okay, I, and we'll maybe see. maybe if it's just for streamers because because Cubby Bub's friend, everyone in their guild is like, oh yeah, I have fatmanpecks.exe. No, don't don't dox. No, see now you're 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 gonna dox her friends. If so, the rule is you can have them, but you cannot talk about having them. If you talk about <laughs> having them, when you show up and your man tits are fatter, people will be suspicious. Well, like the add-on's only for you. It doesn't show up like that for other people. For the for the man tits. Oh, what's even the point of having fat man tits <laughs> if I can't show them off? I want to be a big bar of baby. So, so because the streamers are actively having it on their stream, they're getting mass reported for like add-on use. And so people are like, I think this is just X WoW players getting back for them being mad that they left the game. And I'm like, I don't think any of us even knew this was happening until like now. And we're like, wait, you guys can't have add-ons. Because, and I didn't think about this at all, it's because they're on PlayStation, so it wouldn't be fair to console players if PC players can have add-ons and then you can't have it on console. So I think that's the core of this. Hmm. It's just wild, because I'm sitting here like, like we're playing Peggle on flight paths, where I have add-on to make my clothes look silly, or like I can roll the dice on my transmog, and like you can't have anything like officially? That's crazy. And like I feel like the big one that everyone always talks about is like damage and healing meters or whatever, and that that is like their main stance of like not wanting to make anyone feel bad. But I, I I don't know. But like literally, we joke about the big the big tit mods. But like, I think people could get banned for saying that they have those too. 
Yeah, all mods are bannable. It's against TOS. So it's crazy. It's I mean, developing. Even, <laughs> even Warcraft did that, right? That was like forever ago. They gave people hard bans for having like big gnome booby modifications. Yeah, so yeah. I think the difference is that while I think they have a team or something that's dedicated to like finding these add-ons and like either breaking them or getting them like pulled down or like revoking API access to like the person who made them. And I don't think that exists in Final Fantasy because from their end, nobody should have these in the first place. So it's yeah. very weird. Yeah, which is weird because like I feel like in WoW we are a culture where it's like add-ons fine. Everyone literally everyone has them and everyone debated the baby needs them more or less for one thing or another that they want to do whereas over there it's the complete opposite and i had a point here but i just lost my train of thought warcraft is so understanding of the add-ons that they've now started just implementing add-ons add-on features rather into the base game they're like okay we get it everyone had like panel move our that that doesn't have another e. It's just move r. Oh yeah, or or bartender and then dragonflight. Yeah. They're just gonna have that in the game. But I remember yeah. what I was what I was where I was going. Um, yeah, and then like wow, and wow, they're just like if if there's an add-on that we find is like breaking our vision of the game, we will just break the add-on, like they did with the Among Us helper add-on that the Race to World first people were using. They're like too strong. I do think part of it, though, is that WoW is old and ugly, <laughs> so, like, a lot of the add-ons, literally, if we didn't have them, the game would be, like, not unfunctional. Like, I don't know, Aaron, I don't know how you're playing with base bars, I don't know how you don't have sexy map uh, working, how you don't have Tom Tom. like, so at the coordinates thing, you're just fucked, like, <laughs> like you don't know yeah, where to go. Yeah, and, and it's so standard that no one, it, it's just like, oh, they're, especially because with my thing where I can't see like pins in the map, people will be like, what coordinates Th- that? And I'll be like, well, I don't have that. So wait, I was pins, just, pins I was are just, base game. Pins are base game. I know pins are base game. I can't do it do because mean? of that's the thing that I can't do. I can't do pins in the chat. I can't look at things that are in the chat when you like link them. Yeah. That's, this has been an established problem that Aaron's been having for a while that we just don't only, understand. Only on Growlina. I have literally done everything. I've reinstalled the game. I've I've switched computers and it's still a thing. It's, well, it's it disgusting. So could, you, could you could you link like pin coordinates on like booty ATW? Yes. What? Literally <laughs> literally every other character it works fine except for my main. I wonder if there's like for some stupid reason they have like a pin opt out button. If you're a true old head, you're gonna opt out of pins and somehow by yeah, accident yeah, like, you hit like, it. Ooh, you 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 put in like two and a half hours into classic. We see what you are. You're a true blue Warcraft player. And no, I would love to cheat. Especially because people are like, roll on this piece of gear. I I can't tell what it is. So when people get things and it shows like that list of everything that was got, I have to wiggle my mouse up and down and like write down with my other hand if something's good for me so I can roll on it. I'm just picturing you like taking notes and you have like your encyclopedia of of um Seppi over on your on your mm-hmm. other side of the desk and you're like flipping through all the gear. It's like um mm. this is th- this is just my level of determination. It's like fucking which one was it? The the Zoth raid where DBM stopped working and I never fixed it, so I just learned all the fights real, real good. That's gonna be one day once uh if if 
WoW does come to consoles somehow, does that mean that they're going to have to revamp their TOS would, against add-ons? I would have to imagine, yeah, because for the same reason, you don't want them console players to be handicapped even more. Maybe they should play on a real gaming computer. <laughs> okay, well, that was a good add-on section. Everyone, good job. Round of applause all around. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Solid, solid fourth of the show. Add-ons. We did it. We did it. You bet. We did it. Okay, so this is funny and kind of sad. Um, so the Hall of Fame for Sepulcher of the First Ones is closing for the Horde, which means that 100 Horde guilds are going to defeat Mythic Jailer. I think, oh no, it already happened, I'm pretty sure. So at next reset, well, nothing happens. <laughs> it just well, no, the, the Horde people will be able to cross-server no. raid with each other. Incorrect. Just, just Horde people, just Horde no, people, I think. No, 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 not, no. They have to wait for the Alliance to finish it before Ooh. before cross faction opens it is it opens for everybody at once they don't just get it what what, what this means is that no the horde guilds can no longer get the title for whatever it is what is it like famed the uh, famed slayer of the banished one is going away for the horde it says when both the horde and alliance have been completed mythic sepulcher the first ones will become available for cross realm groups how many alliance guilds do you think have killed mythic jailer 10 uh, I think I I know it's always really far behind. I'll say like less than twenty. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, good for them because when I saw that news the other day, it was only eight, and I was like, Ugh. so. But however, there people are saying, and I kind of agree. They think that Chinese guilds are boosting um, other guilds to getting it, so they're like they're selling this and then they will their members will join your team and they'll help you get it because all you need is a majority of your guild right so if you have like 15 of you and they're on the same server with them it you know it works the same and there are a lot of chinese guilds on this list you know what's crazy though on the alliance list at a quick glance only one of the nine is i believe probably u.s or america's based because um, I see Europe, Taiwan, China, 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 China. But then like the other three uh, Americas and Oceania ones are Frostmourne, which means that they're probably like Australia, right? Yeah, Frostmourne is normally Australian guilds. I'm glad that Honestly is up there. Those are, they're always holding it down, number three. But yeah, so it's going to be a long time. I think people are predicting like it's going to be like a couple of months before this happens. I mean, it, it just sucks because... You know, everyone's playing Horde, and it's not even like a power thing anymore. And I think they're going to have to do away with Hall of Fame. Because once cross-faction opens up, that doesn't help Hall of Fame. That doesn't help Alliance Hall of Fame. In fact, probably would just mean more players from the Alliance will probably just play Horde to play with their Alliance friends yeah, later. I don't yeah, think you just, you just team up with Hordes now. It's not like you and your human friends feel motivated. You're just like, well, they did it. Come on over here. That or they just make a combined Hall of Fame and make it like 125 or 150 or something. <laughs> Which will still be Horde dominated, but at least then it's an actual listing of like, okay, these are just the best people in the game. I think if they were to combine them, I think they would just get rid of it because they would realize how unfair it would be. Um, people are calling for cross-faction guilds because of this, and I'm like, that's not a very good reason for cross-faction guilds. 
That doesn't make any sense. Don't do that. Even if they cut it in half to be 50 and 50, just do that. If they made it 50 and 50, maybe some Horde Guilds would come alliance. Or maybe it would just mean less Horde Guilds would try to get <laughs> Fame Slayer of the Jailer. <laughs> if they made cross-faction guilds, I don't think it would be because of the Hall of Fame. And it shouldn't be. And it won't be. You know what I mean? There, there's enough other reasons for them to want to do that than even thinking about this at all. Okay, looking at past Hall of Fames, I guess we're actually not that far behind. So, uh, they have the numbers that Alliance wore when Horde hit 100. So, when Ali- when Horde hit 100 in Uldir, Alliance had 12 guilds do it. In Bizarre Lore, 15. Crucible of Storms, 12. Eternal Palace and Nylotha were 19 and 20. And this whole expansion for Shadowlands, Castle Nathria had 12 guilds. And Sanctum had 12 guilds as well. So, I mean, like, you know, it's not, it's a little smaller, but not by much. I mean, this is the, this is the smallest one, which I guess, does that mean that this is the hardest uh, raid tier since we've been raiding, basically? This is by far... This is, this feels is, it. This has got to be the hardest raid tier in a, a very long time. I mean, just the world first kill, that these dates alone kind of tell you. And I, I, I'm definitely over here reaping and sowing... Because when Mythic guys were doing it, the race to Mythic first, I was like, I loved it being this difficult. The true, like, the cream of the crop rises to the top. Now that there's a fraction of the difficulty on Heroic, I'm like, I'm tired of getting my ass whooped. I wish we could go back to just, like, dying on the final boss, not the seventh guy. Yeah, Anduin has been stomping us in the face for two weeks now. Which I think does give a little bit of credence to the theories that originally, before everything got held back or whatever possibly, that I think it's possible that they could have intended for Anduin to be the end of this raid tier and then having like the remaining ones as part of a final raid tier after this if Th- they could have done it Thematically, like, I feel like it would have made sense. It feels a little weird. and may- First week, I guess it made sense, but it feels a little weird now to kill him, have this big dramatic moment and be like, uh, and also, there's two demons and a star boy in there. A motherfucking star boy. Yeah, though, this is by far like the hardest tier. And I just pulled up um, Proudmoor's um, guilds that have killed Jailer. And we're looking at one, two, three, four, five. There's like six. No, we're at like 37, 38 guilds, I believe, that have completed Heroic. It's hard to tell because, like, when they have Mythic, I can't really tell if they kill Jailer or not. But it's not very large. Okay, so on U.S. Proudmoor, only 21 guilds have AOTC. Yeesh. Super tiny. I mean, that's just hard. And uh, it's funny, though. A lot of people are saying, I don't want that Jailer trash in my vault. So I wonder how many guilds are also avoiding killing the Jailer because they don't... But who would avoid... Would you avoid AOTC? I mean, I guess some people would. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I guess if you don't care about it, like you know that you and your gang are going for cutting edge. But I know I would not avoid Actually, AOTC. Actually, the answer... The answer is 100% yes because um, Heavy's new guild, Eternal Kingdom, like, you know, Proudmoore's guild, doesn't have AOTC, I don't think. But they are 7 out of 11 Mythic or something crazy like that. I mean, I guess... Go, yeah... Get the big boy loot and then come back for it later. That's yeah, that's super interesting. Wait, no, wait, no, they do, they do. Okay, so they never mind. They were the eleventh guild to get it, get to get AOTC. But like, they could have been the first if they wanted to. But like, they decided to just go to Mythic instead. 
And it, it's it's a real darned if you do, darned if you don't, because I know in the past I've championed, like, I love that the important stuff is not locked behind Zoval, so you don't have to kill him to feel like you got stuff. But now it's like, well, maybe they should have put something interesting on him. <laughs> he's so he's so boring that no one wants to visit him anymore. You know what's funny? As of yesterday, the 21st guild to get AOTC on Proudmoore is the first horde guild to do it on Proudmoore. I'm like, there's a horde guild that gets AOTC on Proudmoore? I I was reading all the names of these guilds, and I, I think myself to be pretty Proudmoore savvy. I know Eternal Kingdom. Who the fuck is Uncommon Sense? Liberty and Allegiance? What? Forgotten Legends? Do we have a guild called the Space Jam? And they're 11th? Are the Society of Gamer, G-A-Y hyphen MERS in there? No, I don't see them. I don't see them on this list. At least not on, like, the top list. Agile Peacocks, our future sister guild, is number 23rd on Proudmoore with oh, two out of 11 boy. minute bosses. <laughs> Let's go, Peacocks! God, why, why did they want us? They had already gotten AOTC. Why... Was it literally just, like, for the four people that do well on the other team? Okay, I I think they... I'm not gonna lie. As bad as some of us are doing in Raid, uh, like, as a whole, we have some individuals that are shining. Me and Pablo, last time I checked, were the... Uh, we, we were in the top 15 druids, pharaoh druids on Proudmoore, like, overall. We have, in the other group, obviously, they're big key pushers. They're high as fuck on, like, their, their, like, lists for stuff. Even, like, Honors is a high survival hunter. So, like, we have members individually that are, like, excelling really, really well. Honors is a survival hunter now? Yeah, isn't that weird? Isn't that ironic? <laughs> I guess, yeah. Gandolin Don't better watch think? out. Otherwise, I will be the, the resident magus of <laughs> Uno Moss. I, honestly, right now, is it just you and Gandolin? I think so. That's it. And then we have two priests. Rio's on flashy poke sometimes in PvP, his frostmate. There you go. Us and flashy poke, holding it down. I got an urge to frostmage on Deoxyribos, so I think I'm going to spin that bad boy back up again and just have him hanging out on the side waiting for his chance to jump in. But yeah, uh, I guess talk about Raid. Anduin, as we said earlier, been putting our group in the head constantly. So, yeah, uh, our second night was basically entirely on Anduin. I think we had two polls where we very quickly disposed of Holandris and then moved on to just fully progging on Anduin. And honestly, at the end of it, we didn't really, we, we did get a little bit farther than we were last week, but we still have yet to see phase three. And. You know, part of this is because, like, our fourth healer reset his computer because just his mic doesn't, and just wasn't doesn't working. Just doesn't exist, <laughs> honestly. It's, he just blinked out of existence. He literally, and he hasn't said anything since. Like, he hasn't posted a single thing. Like, we, he was tagged and asked if he can get back in, and he hasn't showed up. Like, is he okay? Now, I'm a little worried, though, because, like... Well, like, I, on fights like Anduin, we need four healers, probably, because, like, two and two for the two down phases. Honestly, sometimes if, if you're Greek enough, you want five, even, have somebody stay up to help people who are up the, upstairs with the bit with the healing through the befouled barrier. It's just hard. It's time to abandon your hunter and come back to your priest. It's probably the only way the group's gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, poor Metaloid. He's, he's been doing the most, but circumstances have forced him to retire. 
we just also don't have a big enough group for me to make that switch either because then we like we just yeah like i don't know it's just like we don't have enough dps either like we'll have too many healers for like the dps ratio i think eventually if if it happens though if it keeps happening we should try it just to see if we can get to phase three um i mean like we can slow burn it i don't think it's a race necessarily it's a race at some points the the only other reason is that my hunter provides good cc with the frost traps Mm. and tar traps whatever else we need but i guess i technically could um shackle that as well if i needed to and i could ruin my paladin and i could turn evil i guess we have warlock fears of the wazoo we just have to tell them to use them if we need them i mean like if things keep going this way, we should at least try it just so people can see it. Because what's I'm we're hitting that wall where people are gonna like not want to show up to Anduin, and then we're gonna have nobody to do Anduin, and we have to be like, come on, we got this. We just gotta rally and, and put it down. I would also, and this is selfish, selfish, selfishly, I just want to see immunization. I haven't seen that bitch in like forever. Yeah, I just raid on the weekends and do a few keys during the week now. It's like... <laughs> very casual, very casual lifestyle. We, with Dogs with Jobs, we killed Rygalon for the first time last week, and that Ooh. fight is a bitch. And I'm like, if we can't kill Anduin, how the fuck are we going to do Ry- Rygalon? is literally, it's like the most personal responsibility fight. Like, if one person fucks up, you all die. And more so than Anduin. Like... Sorry, your cadence at the beginning of that made me start to chuckle to myself because it was very much so like RuPaul end of the episode. If you can't kill Anduin, how the hell are you going to kill (laughs) Rackalon? Everyone's just doing like their little shuffles and their heavy outfits as he throws quasars out. Oh, what is the change on her? Oh, I remembered the change. There's a big ball. There's a lot of changes on heroic Rackalon. There, there's this entire other big orb that people need to soak, I believe. I think the tank needs to soak it. or the t- It's better if the tank soaks it. So if it gets near you, you need to get away. Because whoever's closest to it will soak it. So if it's near you, get the fuck out. <laughs> and it, uh... Yeah, so that's during the upstairs phase. You still need to kill all the quasars before they get to him in the upstairs phase. And then you need to kill the unstable matter to... Um, once he gets to a certain amount of energy or whatever it is to go to the downstairs phase. But then in the downstairs phase, you also don't attack. Or do you attack? You still attack Raglan, but then also we need to soak these two other orbs that are down there until they're gone. And then very quickly move out or else they'll explode and then go to a second one. Yeah, so when you finish soaking an orb, it explodes. And you have like three seconds to get out. So like we're like, we have a special warlock gate set up on the fly to get out in time and then i'd be stampeding roar the second one and i'm like this is a lot of coordination i'm getting a little nervous and then once you do all that coordination it is a dps check in the end still (laughs) it's got a lot going on i think we could easily do lords of dread we are among us masters like we we barely faltered on normal lords of dread i feel like there were some problems with like the green circles a lot but the among us phase we got that shit down so quickly and um, in Heroic Lords of the Dread, there's, well, everything's basically the same, except there's a lot more damage going out, which I, I our, our healers are great, we'll, they'll, they'll be fine, but there, 
are just a lot more green puddles that go out so we just need to dodge that and i think we got to a point where we were good at dodging them although it's been a while since we've been there on normal so we'll probably need to have a little bit of relearning just to see the fight again i think if oh i'm sorry guys i i hate to interrupt cubby bub just came in with a beautiful plate of spaghetti yo baby this is what i was waiting for no you gonna eat it while recording (laughs) <laughs> yeah, his ears slopping in the background. It's me eating motherfucking spaghetti. Or is he gonna oh, like? Yeah. Is he gonna sit next to you as your cat tries to get to it? Give me them spaghettis, she says. Oh, she she isn't in the room right now, but she'll smell it soon. She will be attacking me. <laughs> but I think if Lord Dread and Anduin were swapped, I think we'd be golden <laughs> because then we could kill Lord Dread with Unamaz, get some more tier pieces to people, and keep pushing into Andy. Andy's gonna fucking fuck us for, I think, maybe, honestly, hopefully not two weeks. I hope next week we get him. I have a lot of changes to make. I've been doing a lot of research on everyone's, every single person's character. I've been looking at um, what we can do for defensively. I I think next week, I think we're gonna kill it. With my, all of my suggestions, I'm gonna bring to this table. I, I can feel it. I know I personally made a bunch of changes. I learned a little bit more about my, about my rotation. I learned the talent structure I had was from 9.0 and never updated it. Uh, so, But that's been done now, so hopefully I'm bringing more damage. Light them up, light them up, rah, rah, rah. That's your fire call. I say it every time I use combustion. I think a lot of it is, too, I think a lot of it is, it's weird to say, stressing how people need to take less damage, which sounds stupid, but I don't think people realize how much damage these things do like wicked stars do so fucking much damage and beyond just doing damage they silence you so you can't use any ability to heal yourself so like it's gonna be a lot of like saying don't get hit don't get hit don't get hit which is like redundant because you shouldn't be getting hit but yeah and and I, and i i hate to babysit people three times my age but it's like yeah we can't help you out with that one. You can't get hit on that guy. Yeah, and then also I think sometimes people are like, we need to soak this barrier, and they stay on the barrier until they die, where I think we need to remind people that if you are going to die, step out of the barrier, get healed up, and then go back in later. I think people were dying to that, which they are trying to do the right thing, but like it puts a healing debuff on you and does damage to you, so it's um, hard for healers to heal you up while you're in there if that makes sense i think also people were dying soaking the barrier and then they had wicked star on them and so they would get out way too late or get out in the wrong direction and send a star flying through people who are soaking the barrier and so then it's like oh this is we're (laughs) we're dead homie we ain't gonna make it through this one yeah there are a lot of things that we can clean up and i think we will get there I honestly think if we make it to the next phase, the next phase won't be as hard as the phases that we've been through to get there, if that makes sense. I think that makes sense. Just get a Vanus rune and rip it. All right, should we do a growl so Aaron can eat some spaghetti during the break? Oh, you know it. Growl, <laughs> I need at least three additional minutes to eat this pasta pajoul. Cover pajoul. for us, baby. Agamakul. Hey, <laughs> yo, cub spaghetti.
Hey everyone, it's Growl. I'm coming to you from the icy peaks of Wintergrasp. I'm chilling, get it, with my new friend Grapel. Grape, it's 2022. You're a level 60. What are you doing here? LOL. That's a very valid question. I just like coming back to the zone and flying over the buildings. Sort of like you were just doing. Well, you are correct, but I was doing it to be an explorer. I'm here for work, not for pleasure. What makes you return so? Well, to be honest, I find it really funny how low-res all the stuff is, lol. It's a magic time capsule to an age long forgotten. Now there's an answer I can gel with. You heard my man Grape, Blizz. Keep these old zones looking ugly so we can appreciate where we've been and where we're going. Reminiscing and remounting the griffin, it's been your girl, Growl. Thanks, Growl. The Critical Role universe is getting bigger and brighter, and I, for one, am loving it. I can't wait to hear this one. What the fuck? (laughs) You mean we just heard that one? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, that's a tweet that I saw when I was bare-ass naked pooping (laughs) on the toilet, and I said, I hate Critical Role, and I turned off my phone, and I went to go put it in my pocket, but I have no pants. Hot take. Whoa, be careful. Don't... I I like Critical Role. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. It's fine. It's fine. It just... It's... It got too big, which is not their fault, but it's become sort of like how Adventure Zone was in, like, early D&D, where, like, you're like, let's do D&D, and people are like, we'll play out our favorite plots from the critical role. And it's like, ugh. Um, speaking of critical ro- hits, role... Yeah, baby! Uh, what you gonna talk about? Okay, so Spoils of War has returned! Now, okay, so Spoils of War, it's a, it's a buff that you get while inside Battlegrounds and Arenas. And with the buff, you earn 25% extra Conquest and 40% extra Honor. So, and last time this happened during BFA, this shit lasted for, what, like the entire rest of the fucking patch? And it coincides with them uncapping Valor and uncapping Honor. Or, uncapping Conquest. Shit! Yeah, which they have also done as of this last reset, correct? Yes, sir! And this is great because on Mondays, which is something I never, ever thought this guild would do, we run PvP rated PvP Battleground Nights, which is insane that we've been able to do this the past, how many weeks now? Seven? Yeah, it's been almost two months now that we've been doing it, and our, our little squad, uh, there's, there's probably like seven, eight regulars, and then a few rotating people who come in as, as needed. We're like gearing up in our PvP gear, it's been kind of fun. It's Aaron. It's led by Bear, um, which is a little bit of a throwback. oh yes, I've I've seen it, it's yeah Bear. So Bear Force One was our when we first joined Uno Mas, He was our raid lead, and I honestly I love Bear. He's a little he's a little aloof. He's exactly our age, which kind of scares me a little bit. I thought he was like an older like yeah he he brings an energy of someone at least double our age, or I guess like forty five ish. It's it's very like very calming energy. It was a nice man. I didn't. I don't think I want him giving me orders. But 
I was gonna say, I, I think we mainly thought he was, like, older because that conversation of when he benched Aaron came off as, like, an, like, an uncle being like, listen, kid. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was weird, right? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I forgot all about that whole ordeal. I always forget about that ordeal. <laughs> it, it's crazy to think that he's the one that led us through all the Legion raids, right? Or, no, halfway through. Isn't that when he stopped halfway through the Legion raids? I don't remember, because there was a point in Legion raids where we all, where any of us were not there. Because that was when Aaron was in Disney, and then Slide and I also just stepped out for a while in, like, Trial of Valor or whatever it was. The end of, the he, end of Nighthold. He was around for Argus, I do remember, if only because when BFA started, we went into Old Deer with him, and then he was just like, not feeling it. Gonna go, I don't know, look at the back of some cereal boxes. And that was when the great drama began with Crit, Critability, who's, that's, I'm done talking about him. But anyway, so PvP Night has been super interesting. So it's, a, it's an organized night we have, but we only do, we only do like three matches in a night, and he's like, do you guys want to do one more? And I'm like, Bear, we could go for like two hours. But like, I'm not gonna say that. You know what I mean? And like, offer everybody else up. But we we don't we don't do a lot. Because the thing is, it's scheduled from like our time eight until nine, one hour, and what? we start grouping up at like seven fifty five, and we don't even one get a full hour? group most of the yeah right. We don't even get a full group until like eight fifteen, eight twenty, and the queues sometimes take a while. So we get two matches in, and it's like nine, and then Bear's like. Are you guys up for another one? And we're like, yeah, Bear, we are. Come on, go. But then but then, what happens is, after we all disband, what does Bear do? Bear continues and does other rated battlegrounds and does other battlegrounds. And I'm like, why don't we just keep going? Like, why don't we stop? I think he doesn't want people to get burned out and discouraged. But at this point, it's the opposite. I'm starved. Can we do some more? <laughs> not not he that wants it to matters. keep you hungry. Especially for RBGs. What's the relative uh, win-loss ratio? Okay, so I could... Oh, you know what? I'll get on Paladin. I'll, I'll, I'll check this out like later. Because I... It shows. I think when we first started... Boy, when we first started, it was uh, it was levels of Unomas selling guild runs. We brought in people who we didn't play with normally. And we got absolutely destroyed i'm talking like we didn't kill anybody like we all died constantly and nobody lived yeah i'd say like progressively we've gone from zero out of four wins in a night to two i think two weeks ago we won like all three of our matches and then this last week we went like 50 50 or something like that or like maybe three one three and one yeah like yeah. we win nowadays we win more than we lose so it's actually great we're actually people are like you can see a very clear progression on it and um we're kicking some ass and but what's what's, what's sad is that whenever we get horde side like because so sometimes it'd be like oh you're playing as the horde because there aren't enough horde rbg people queuing up that it just does alliance be alliance, and one of you has to be horde. And when and we're a, when we're a horde, I'm like, we're gonna win because we're facing dirty bad alliance people. I turn into a horde for a second. I'm like, these <laughs> idiots are gonna lose. I mean, but hey, those are we, the ones we, we know lose who during. We are. <laughs> yeah, and the, but then we always lose. <laughs> We've like almost never won as horde, so they're probably like, oh god, we're gonna lose, and then like we lose to some fucking idiots. Like they're so bad. And I'm like, how do we lose? 
But with, I think the most frustrating thing about the RPGs is that Bear has me on my Paladin base sit, which means that I don't even get to fight for every hour on Monday. I sit at a flag and I just wait for someone to attack me. And who's the oh, people that God. attack? I wish. I oh, wish you don't. That, that could be me. Oh. oh, I'm such a base sitter anyway. Oh, no, you, Aaron, tell me. Trust me, you don't want that because who's the person that normally is going to attack? the base that's being base set rogues pharaoh druids any other invisible class when i when a rogue comes to me i don't even get to fight them they sat me they go for the flag i use a trinket i hit them they re-stealth they go, they hit me again i bubble they re-stealth it's just i'm not even fighting i'm playing like some shitty like mind games and it's not fun i'm like bear can you fucking sit please you're a tank you're supposed to sit the base and let me fight. But now with this conquest shit, we're about to be swimming in it. Yeah, no, so that's exciting for that PvP group. And we can not also not understate the fact that Valor is also uncapped now, um, which means that we can just even on this is great for alts too, you can just like spam lower keys if you need to to get Valor to upgrade your gear. It, it it's just so good. Um this is the part of the expansion and patch that like truly i think 100 percent like alt friendly now right the only thing holding you back is gaining flux i would say for making legendaries and for turning it into tier obviously you can get that fairly easily but do i want to go to zareth Morris all the time absolutely not i do not but it is mo the probably the most accessible it's been in a very long time i would say right with the i mean with the, with the waste of unity the belt of unity being free for doing the campaign it's pretty nice. Yeah, I, I agree. At the very least, I'm excited for the uncapped Valor on like my mains, on my Hunter and my Priest, because that just means that I can upgrade these weapons that I've been waiting to upgrade. Think about that. I have weapons on my Paladin. You know, it's funny. I was all on my Paladin, and I'm done with him. He's I only use him for PvP now. I don't like doing content oh, no. on him anymore. Because you know what? What it, when, when you hang out with the canines with careers, who do you play as now? Well, okay, so that's the thing. Last week, um, I went with I went with them, and I was like, I don't want to play my paladin, so I'm just gonna get grab a beer and I'm gonna close my eyes and I'm gonna do all these locked bosses on my druid, so we can get to the end <laughs> faster. And I mean, we got there faster, and it, it, the fights were like three minutes, four minutes. They weren't very long, and I got to do some parsing. I guess that's kind of fun, just trying to get the best parse. I don't know. I'm, I'm just kind of over paladin rotation. I fucked up. I thought about, I thought too hard about how to be a paladin that I fucked up my rotation. Now I can't do it. Before I would just mindlessly mash my keyboard, and I would do fantastic. And now I'm trying to, like, min-max it, and I can't. Now I, I fuck it all up. It's over. I can't do good anymore. You're in your head, slide whistle. But PvP, he's great. That's what he's for. He's my, my little PvP, PvP machine. He's got three out of four PvP tier, which is very weird to say. I mean, it's hard to be too much in your head where you're sitting off on the base by yourself the entire time. <laughs> I was about to say, you, your head empty the vast majority of the time, so... You, there's time for overthinking. The best part is that when I'm sitting there, 
I literally get cabin fever. I've got oh. cabin fever. I've got it too. And I'm like, I need to fucking fight. And once I see that we're A, going to lose, very clearly, nothing can happen, or we're going to win, nothing can happen, I charge my fucking horse right to the fucking fight, and I fight. And Barry's like, uh, Felipe, are you at the base? And I'm like, no, I'm fighting. Also, I want to say he started this wave of people calling you Philippe. Yes, this has been a lot of Philippe's, and I'm like, what is this, my, like, ninth grade gym class? <laughs> That's what everyone called me in ninth grade gym class. Because my gym my gym coach, he had a cochlear implant, and he couldn't hear, so he'd be like, Philippe, all the time. And I'm like, That's not my name. But then everyone called me that. But they said it in, like, the cadence of a deaf guy, and it was kind of offensive. And I'm like, this is, this is all around bad. This is not good. When When this happens and you get cabin fever, do you ever inadvertently join the horde side sometimes you you get cabin fever and you're flipping your bandanas been stuck at sea so long you've simply gone bananas so slide made a purchase recently oh. you want to you want to tell the listeners about what you bought okay so this is not relevant to wow so if you don't care about Muppet M- M- treasure island skip like okay okay <laughs> I, I feel like we, we built this show on you have to deal with the wow, and then also <laughs> you have to deal with we are going to talk about Muppets Treasure Island and other such topics for a little bit. <laughs> very, very true. Long-term, long-term listeners know that we needed to fill the airspace during those long droughts in um, BFA with <laughs> and, something, and we did. So, <laughs> And guess what, gang? The final raid came out. Things are turning down. There's going to be a lot more Muppet Treasure Island in this show coming up watches the numbers plummet as previously discussed this is probably my all-time favorite movie or at the very least my all-time watched movie love it love it so much my mom took away the vhs from me as a kid because she hated the songs that played all the time so i recently learned that there was a commentary edition of muppet treasure island with brian henson son of jim henson and Fozzie bear and no, not Posse Bear. Sorry, Rizzo and Gonzo. They were the two doing commentary. There you go. And I was like, oh, it's perfect. That's so, that makes so much sense. <sighs> Brian Henson has got to be the most boring motherfucker I've ever heard talk on is a commentary it, is it track. Is primarily Brian? So, I don't know. This is like before. I, I, feel like, I feel like Rizzo and Gonzo would really lead the show, and then maybe Brian can get a chuckle in. You know, that's exactly what I thought. I thought it would be all three of them together. No, no, it's very clearly not. Um, this must have been before commentary was cool, because it's Brian Henson talking about film techniques, which is fine, like it's interesting, but then he says things like, Obviously, this shot took a very long time to film. And I'm like, well, I don't know anything about film. Tell me why. And he's just like, obviously, because of you can see how wide the shot is, it would take. And I'm like, I don't know what this means. I don't care. Whenever he doesn't have anything to say, sometimes Rizzo and Gonzo would join in very clearly not in the same room as him filmed separately with different audio sounds. They sound a lot louder and a lot fuzzier than Brian Henson sounds. And they'll be like, hey, Rizzo, you remember that ship? And Rizzo's like, ha yeah, I got some cheese on that one. And then it goes back to Brian being like, so this landscape was formed over the course of a week. And I'm like, oh my God, please. 
maybe this is just like a personal thing, but like when I want commentary, I want like the personal tea. I want like, hey, this scene here, this scene actually took the longest to film because the puppeteer for Miss Piggy had violent diarrhea shits and had to leave scene all the time. The the most interesting tidbit I got was when 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 uh Captain Smollett played by Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy, I forgot her character's name. Benjamina, whatever, something like that. We're hanging upside down, and he was like, "So, as you can see, they're upside down. We had to have Muppeteers hang upside down on dollies to be able to manipulate them." And I was like, "I mean, I could have figured that one out myself, Brian. <laughs> you can obviously they're upside down." Oh, Brian. Honestly, I'm, it was the worst commentary I've seen in my life. I fell asleep during it. Did 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 he talk about the infamous 1995 Hormel Foods Corporation lawsuit? No, but he did try to backtrack on Blind Pew. Do you remember Blind Pew? He's this pirate who comes in and he gives... Of course. He gives the black pretty spot. Pretty little girl. Okay. Yeah, and he gives the black spot. He said that the film got backlash from the, from the blind community for depicting the blind as being uh, foolish like or, bumbling. or bumbling and like, like uh, quote-unquote idiots. And he was like, Blind Pew, there's, he's not actually blind. He's, it's an act. He's saying he's blind, and obviously he's not. And I'm watching it, and I'm like, Blind Pew is most definitely actually blind. He walks into a cat at the end of the fucking thing. Also, he's, he's a little puppet Muppet man. He's allowed to be silly. Also, if you're pretending to be blind, does that make the argument stand any better against the fact that you're making fun of blind people? It, he was most definitely PC backtracking to try to like defend the film, but like Blind Pew literally, as he leaves, put his hand in front of his face and s- tries to feel his way out, walks into a cat, collapses onto the floor, trash can sounds go off. I'm like, he's not being wacky. He can't see. He's blind. You know what Brian said when they brought uh, Blind Pew in for the first time? What? He said, there's got to be something better, (laughs) a better joke to make. Fun fact. Okay, I do have another fun fact on the commentary. When he sang that, uh, he lip synced it. When When he auditioned for the film, that was a song he sang, but his voice could not hit the same vibrato. Is that the high-pitched term? Soprano? Uh, falsetto. Oh, yes, he couldn't do the falsetto anymore. And he tried to do it, and his voice cracked. So he had to lip-sync to his audition when he first filmed. Isn't that interesting? Barely, Brian. It's barely interesting. <laughs> Did someone say barely? Waka waka! <laughs> Alright, what's the last bit of Dragon Flight news we have? <laughs> Okay, so like, yeah, this is now a Muppet Treasure Island podcast. I mean, it, it honestly always, has, always has been. If we're being frank here, it always has been. But anyways, we do have one frank last. Frank and Fozzie, <laughs> wamba wimba. Wamba wamba. We have one big, kind of big. Eh, I'm not going to oversell. We have a little bit more of Dragonflight news. We are officially getting a pre-Dragonflight expansion novel release on November 22nd. 2022 so this is probably like before the storm or shadows rising so i guess 
we should we should double check like what are the release dates of those versus when the expansion came out and i feel like this probably will lead to like an early 2023 release then luckily for you i have it right here because wildhead actually had this on hand shadows rising the shadowlands prequel was released july 2020 four months before shadowlands was released battle for azeroth's prequel before the storm was released june a mere two months before it came out in august the illidan the legion prequel came out in april four months before legion came out in august of the same year Okay, so I will say that, like, okay, so based on this, it's either two or four months, but, like, personally, I didn't, maybe this is just me, I didn't think of Illidan as a pre-Legion, I don't, I don't know why I didn't, I, I don't know why I didn't, this, what? this is, this is what? no, that's why I'm saying, this is a me problem, I don't know why I didn't associate that as being, like, a pre-Legion novel, but, uh, <laughs> was Arthas a Wrath one? Um, I think I... That's a, I don't know when that came out. It honestly may have came out during Wrath, but I'm not really sure. Um, Illidan, for me, I know you're saying it was for you personally, was most definitely, in my mind, the most the most prequel because it told you what happened to the Demon Hunters and why all that shit happened and and why they were locked up in the prison with a uh, big fire golem dude and eyeball bitch. No, and that's why I say it's a personal problem because, like, the first books I ever read were Before the Storm and Shadows Rising. So, like, I, I started with those. So, like, that's why, like, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, these are the pre-expansion ones. And I just didn't, I didn't hop on the Illidan train like that before then. Also, for for, for those uh, catching up at home, Arthas was, in fact, a prequel to Wrath. What was the year it came out? Do we, or, like, the, the other uh, month? Late, late 2007 for the book. And then the game came out November 2008. So that one uh, was a long time. Well, interesting that they're hiding that data from us. I mean, I guess it was old, so like <laughs> not following the same trends. Yeah, so I feel like the more recent data is probably better. And I also feel like, at least for Shadowlands, the four months was probably... Like, it wasn't intended to be four months. It was probably intended to be two months because, remember, Shadowlands got pushed back. So I feel like we probably can think more along the lines of closer to two months, which means that end of November, which means end of January, which also makes sense because they wouldn't want it at the beginning of January because of, like, the holidays. So I feel like, yeah, Dragonflight at the end of January, maybe early February. That makes sense Wildhead to me. Wildhead says they predict March 2023. Well, Immunization predicts end of January, beginning of February 2023. And you guys do have similar level of pedigrees. I can't argue with that. Also, we haven't mentioned it yet, have we? Wow, it completely changed. Like, what the fuck? It's kind of weird. It, um, I'm like, I get it trying to modernize himself, but the fact that Immune couldn't see half of the articles published without ticking some boxes means that they messed up a little bit on their front. So if you're on Wowhead, make sure that you find the news ticker box and you tick off all the boxes because they turned half of his off for no reason and he couldn't see shit. Yeah, so something we, like, maybe we're going to talk about, but we're kind of out of time now, is, like, how there's an article about, like, my, my boy Automatic Jack had, like, some article about the Evoker healing class, but it wasn't showing up for me because the new Wowhead, they have, as Slide was saying, like, there's, like, a, a drop-down box on the news where it's, like, you check all the things that you want to show up. And for some reason, when it switched over to the new Wowhead, it unchecked several, and I've never messed with that in my life. So I'm, like, 
is this the way they want it to present itself to everyone? Like, just not showing beta news, which is, like, Dragonflight news, which is really important, I feel like, for a lot of WoW, WoW people that care about what's happening next expansion. Yeah, so check that shit. <laughs> it might be busted. Also, there's, a, there's an interesting WoWhead comment here who did the math. Cordell 9. Typically, it's very close to a year between announcement and release, and he posted an entire timeline of announcement to release in days. Now, there's no sources, so these numbers could be wrong. But he took all these numbers and he averaged them out to say that for Shadowlands into Dragonflight, it's 372 days, which puts squarely puts us squarely into April 2023 for Dragonflight. I'm gonna back my boy Cordell. Cordell 9. I think April 2023. So so far we have predictions of February. March and April 2023. You just keep saying months, but can't be wrong, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's and that's the spirit of Dragonflight. Just say things. Eventually, you'll be right, and then you win. Cha-ching! And now it's time for our top two bottom boot medium. We're gonna send it first to our boy eh, Immunization Psycho. Oh, you tricked me. Oh, I was also tricked in this process, and I will say that I have a big old honkin' top toot, baby. Toot. Yeah, that, that's, how, that's how I would picture a honkin' top toot to sound. But anyways, mine is the fact that the Mythic Plus affixes are good again this week, baby. Last Ooh. week sucked. I literally, I think, combined amongst all my characters ran four. I just hated it so much last week that I just did not want to run them at all so i didn't and this week like it's a tyrannical quaking what's the other one i don't remember that's how easy it is <laughs> i couldn't oh, tell you oh oh, oh 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 uh in inspiring which since it's not fortified is just like it not as bad um so this this week this week is good i like it i just i love keys everyone knows this so i just feel good that I can do them again without feeling like I'm going to die all the time. Like last week, it was awful. I hated it. And I, I think everyone hated it last week. But anyways, Aaron, I'll send it to you for real this time. Oh, boy. Thanks. I was brimming with excitement here. So I have myself, you know, it was going to be a medium moot. But the gods of WoW did look upon me and it is now a top toot. Toot -a toot. So, in our Discord, go to do notrelent.com to join that. Tajerla posted that she had achieved the A to Zareth achievement and gotten a jellyfish out of it. And I said, shit, I didn't know they gave you a jellyfish out of it. Me neither. Let me, me go, neither. <laughs> let me go do that real quick. So. I went to go do that. The last thing I had to do was Treasures of Zareth Mortis, which was just get all the fun secret treasures. Oh, so that's why you were looking for the Ovoids. Yes, I had just that, Crush Supply Crate, Undulating Growth. I had just been like, those motherfuckers are just trash items. I don't need it anyways. But then I noticed I did have to do them. So I was like, well, let me do them. And I got them all, except for one, which only shows up if the frog quest is there. And I said, oh no, I won't be able to do it in time for the program because the frog quest isn't here. 
But this morning, I logged on before work, and there she was, the beautiful frog quest. Ribbit. I hippity-hopped my way up the tower. I got it. I got Ada Zareth Mortis. I got a jellyfish. And then I spammed random mount for like a minute and didn't see it. So I was like, this does not bode well. <laughs> I will never see this jellyfish again. You know what's funny is that like like you guys, um, Tajurla posting this in our Discord was my first time knowing that finishing Ada Zareth Mortis gave you a jellyfish mount. I thought that the only way to get that were from, like, creating one through the uh, obnoxious uh, catalyst thing that you have to create with all those motes of things, or from killing Huracan. So, I know I need to do this too, but I think my last thing is I have to kill, like, a few more rares. And, like, I just, at least my first time noticing that, like, the rares only spawn, like, not all of the rares are there every day either. Mm -hmm. My last one's the overgrowth one. (laughs) I was just, I, mean, I was just about to say, good job or good luck on overgrowth. That thing hardly shows up, and when it does, no one knows how to make it fight. <laughs> I fought Hirakon more than I fought the the overgrowth. Damn. But slide whistle, I believe you are the final one here. Uh, what is your TTBBMM? I'm a big fat top medium moot. Oh, you're being so tricksy today. Oh. You're being so tricksy, Mattel. So. Oh, you're, it's because you know I'm naked. <laughs> <laughs> He's like me seeing me writhe and... Show me your moots. Show okay. me your moots. Turns on camera. So my medium moot is the... TBC. What, what is TBC called? The Burning Crusade. The I Burning literally, Crusade. I was like, the, and then I was like, the boot. No, not the boot. <laughs> the <laughs> Burning Crusade. Classic. They had a change made to Black Temple. My daddy. Illidan's Stronghold. Where if you kill Shade of Akama, which you fucking should, because Akama's a fucking traitor to all fucking demon hunters, then it opens up. The Den of the Lights, which means you can skip Gurtog. You can skip a big, fat, funny feet guy. What's his name in Warlords? Remember, he's in Warlords. He's a big, fat soul eater. You you go into his belly. Oh, uh, Terran Gore. You can skip Terran Gore, and you can skip another fucking annoying person in the Hidden Wing. And this sounds great, right? This change was not added to retail. In retail, you know what I have to do? To skip all this, I have to get on my Demon Hunter. I have to literally kill Shade of Akama, which like TBC, TBC Classic players do. I have to go find the, the chain that goes directly above the Den of Delights. If you glide up this chain, and there's a lot of error that you could fuck up and fall off. You can climb this chain and you can do the skip yourself manually in retail. It's very, it's not, um, it's not that hard. But if you're drunk, <laughs> or if you're high, like I mostly have, <laughs> or both, <laughs> it's very difficult to land these chain jumps. Or if you're like historically really bad at platforming up chains, like me, he's pretty bad at it. So every <laughs> you close your eyes and you see the Pandaria ropes all over again. No, no, it, it like every time I need to platform, I close my eyes and go back to that place. The ghost of Leoren. The ghost of Leoren's appears like, I am disappointed in you. Same, Leoren, same. We're just trying to bring on the prosperity of your household. So for the past five weeks, I've been doing the skip. I'm a demon hunter to get the 
Warglaives of Azanoth. Because I can transmog them if I get the Warglaives and if I kill Illidan in Time Walking. I've been trying to get that. And there's no sign of retail getting the skip. Why? Add the skip to retail. Let me kill Shade of a Comma and let me go right to the Den of the Lights without doing this chain skip. There's no reason. There's no reason. If you're adding it to Classic, you can add it to the real game. Everyone is just doing this to do it. I, if you, I dare you right now to go into Black Temple and go try to kill Illidan and not a demon hunter. It'll take you way more time than you think it will because finding the door, like this is before maps marked what doors were. So you're walking through this map like, I don't see a door, I don't see a door, I don't see a door. It's this random tiny rectangle out of the corner of your eye, you wouldn't even notice. And then once you get in, getting out is just as hard because you forgot where you entered from. No, I will say that like, I have farmed this in the past for some for one reason or another, I don't remember exactly why, but yeah, I literally had to look up guides to see how to get to the next boss while I was in there, so I yeah, I get it. By this point, I'm an expert chain jumper, but I'd rather not have to chain jump. So just, just bring it over to retail, why did they get a good change for once? Where's my good change? Huh? Where's mine? Not here. Also, I just want to, like, quickly, before we close out, um, is this the first time that, canonically, Slide Whistle has said that Illidan is his father? No, I said it all the time before. Okay, but, like, you said daddy in the past, and, like, that could mean separate things. He's my daddy. Uh, yeah, I believe you've always referred to him as your daddy, but then said very disgusting things that a father and son should not okay, do with each well, other. Okay, edit my daddy into daddy. <laughs> And then make listeners confused when they get to this point. Okay, okay. I'll make we sure. could just we could just cut this part. That's fine. No, 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 leave it. It's good. It's good. It's good. No, I was just because like I was I just wanted you to say yes, so then I could say like canonically, who is Growlina's father and or mother? Yes. Uh, you know what? I she has the same problems because Gen has been both her dad. I've said, oh, this is my father. Like, don't hurt my dad. And also, she has thirsted over. Uh, Geneth and Greymane, and plotted to take out Which, Mia. Which, like, to be fair, I I think I also have said that Velen is daddy, so, like, may, maybe we just all have daddy issues. Maybe. Yeah, there's just a lot of complicated feelings coming out of the another pod, do not relent. I'm gonna make Mom Lena and send you inappropriate mail to my daughter. <coughs> Let's go! Speaking of inappropriate mail... It's appropriate that we end the show with our top two patrons. We're talking about friend of the pod, Tajerla, fourth host of the podcast, Your Monkey. Ahoy, Vince, a.k.a. Nathanos, killed himself to see Sylvanas, and she won't even pick up the phone. Instinct slash Drag Race, Crucifix, Saracen Hawk, our good congressman, Joe Dorno, vote for him in 2024. Gershom, Stony Tony's Stony Mama. Hoax, asking Growlina to say, For the Horde. Vanderlyle, who asks that you check out projecthope.org and support any of the worthwhile causes they are raising funds for. And Will, a.k.a. Tire, Trade Chat's fallen father. And with that, we're out of here. Join our Discord at donotrelent.com. You can send us an email at donotrelentpod at gmail.com. Tweet at us at donotrelentpod. What about you guys? Where can I find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me, Alex or Immunization, on Twitter at New Era Alex. You could follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at Do Not Relent. Join our Patreon um, at patreon.com slash Do Not Relent. 
You can find me, Aaron the Human, at the Big Cheesy on Twitter. Uh, you can find our literary musings at do not relent.livejournal.com and come watch me, I guess, sweat my balls off live on Twitch. Uh, if you send me a donation, I'll uh, get up and eat spaghetti. That's at twitch.tv slash Aaron DNR. And with that, we're out of here from my bestie, big, fat, ugly, bug face, baby eating O'Brien. We say, and remember, another down. Do not relent. Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish. <laughs>